This is Vanessa. This is Vanessa. And this, and this is, is Shit on the Table. Yeah, bringing it back. Old school, yo. <laughs> yeah, we just did a dance. Um, so, how was your week? It was okay. Um, my week at um, my job was great. And it was nice. And I loved it. And I love all my clients. How nice was your job? I had a wonderful day today. But it was great. <laughs> wow, Vanessa. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, so let's talk about Petco for a second. Yeah. Oh, wait. We can't say Petco. We, it's fine. So um, at my corporate job, I... Um, Soft fleas for the first time. We live in Vegas, so there's not. We don't. We don't. We don't get fleas. We don't get fleas. We get lice. I've seen lice. I saw lice last week. Yeah, and I had to deal with that. I saw lice uh, two months ago. Yeah, I only see them in doodles and like chows and huskies. No, I don't even see them in huskies, but like doodles and chows. No, we had a husky member at the shop that we worked at. Oh, I don't remember. I think it was um, what's her face's dog. Could have been, um, but yeah. But no, like okay. So in the corporate setting, in my personal setting, I send them away. I don't deal with bugs. Yeah. Right, because I don't want them going to any. I don't. I don't want to be infested with bugs. Mm-hmm. But in a corporate setting, they do in they, that corporate setting. in that corporate setting in the personal the corporate setting that I work for, um, they have flea and tick shampoo, and they deal with fleas and ticks. And, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm at a loss. So last week or, you know, after after our podcast, I had to deal with lice on a doodle. And so they're like, well, just wash it in flea and take shampoo, don't blow dry it, and then just do the haircut. Um, it has to air dry, so it'll be there for a long time. And I did it, and I was like, ugh, ugh, like wigging out. Yeah. So this is that the- stuff's f- contagious. Yeah, I'm not about like fucking with bugs, to be honest. I don't want to deal with it. And but it's it's I'm not the boss, so I have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can protest and be like, uh, they're like, oh, just do it this way. I'm like, fuck, whatever. So then this week, um, one week after the doodle, uh-huh. I get a Pekingese, and he had. I, I was washing him and start jumping up all over the place. Okay, so what had happened was okay. We have like a, a like a seven point check in or whatever. We have to check in everything, and I do, and I feel the dog, and I'm touching each leg. I'm making sure the dog can walk, ears mm-hmm. are clean, you know, and that's how you upsell or you can catch like if there's moles or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anything. It was yeah. a very hairy Pekingese. They're um, really good at hiding. It, they were very good at hiding. But when I started putting water to the dog, I started seeing, like, blood trickling off. And it's mm-hmm. not blood. I find out that it's just the poo from mm-hmm. the fleas. Again, I, I don't – I'm not a pro at fleas. So yeah. I, I might be saying this all wrong. But it was just, like, little blood streaks coming off the dog. And I'm like, what the heck? Right? So then I'm, like – observing more kind of investigating and i'm like is that a fucking flea they weren't jumping it's usually what happens when as soon as you put water on them they're just like well no they weren't jumping i didn't know they could jump fuck my life (laughs) yeah i actually had to get um 
another groomer to come in and take a look. And she's like, I don't know what that is. Maybe it's just a piece of the dog. And then I had to get another groomer coming in. And I'm like, she's like, no, those are fucking fleas. And so. Super flat. Like. They're really little and black. And anyway, I caught a few of them. And I put them in some hand sanitizer because they don't, they're not allowed to have alcohol there. And I always thought that was kind of like weird. Like rubbing alcohol? They're not allowed to have rubbing alcohol Was there, there. like someone drinking it in the past? Like why? I have no clue, but I thought that was weird because I always have rubbing alcohol to disinfect um, like tools that aren't going to be like, like I just, I use it to disinfect. Yeah. How would you disinfect your equipment that now that you've touched it on lice? And, like, touch the equipment They on have uh, Andis spray and, like, this uh, other spray. Like, it's a, a peroxide-based spray that, I guess, kills everything. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. So, um, I didn't use my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I used their stuff. So, um, anyway, so I had to deal with that. And so, my policy is just send them away. Let vets deal with it because bugs are gross. Their policy is is that if it's fleas, wash them in the flea and tick shampoo. Mm-hmm. You can't dry them. So um, because the dog was bleeding from the fleas, we referred him out to a vet. And so if the vet says he can come back, the, he can come back. So I had washed him in flea and tick shampoo. I did not dry the dog or blow dry the dog. I just washed him in flea and tick shampoo. Daddy came to pick up. He got a treatment and like a oral something at the vet. And the vet said the next day he can get groomed. Hmm. I think I still would have waited because like, like what if they're not all dead? Right. Exactly. Yeah. They have to wait to well, bite the skin. The vet said that they couldn't find any. I'm like, because I washed them in flea and tick shampoo already. I already cleaned the dog. Yeah. And they don't kill. I don't think the oil oral or the shampoo kills the, um, the eggs. I think it's only adult. I don't know, but. Um, they had, they, I guess they were from California, or they were in California a few mm-hmm. weeks ago with the dogs. I was just going to ask, where did they go? But it was weeks ago, so they've probably been living with it for a in while. The house. And they are probably dying off from being in Vegas because of the, it's cold, it's dry, there's no moisture. Yeah, they like moisture. Moisture. But yeah, so that's what had happened. And then in my other job i had great dogs and everybody showed up on time one dog left a little bit late and they were all good dogs and you know sometimes it's nice working for yourself yes well i mean the flea thing like that and the lice that the fact that they still let you groom the dogs and if you know it wasn't having all that the blood in the bath i'm sure they would have let you continue to groom the dog so yeah so which is weird there's also like oh well you have to disinfect everything which i know like i know but i'm like what is your policy on disinfecting and there's like no standard you know it's i guess it's from shop to shop it just says to disinfect yeah well obviously but i don't know what i'm using oh i'm so sorry i don't know what chemicals i'm using like i don't know well, it's not just that. I don't know it's anything about bugs. That fleas bounce, they jump. Yeah. And so, sure, you're disinfecting the kennel, you're yeah. disinfecting the tub. You have to disinfect around the table, but like, what about everything in between? So, like, now you've yeah. accidentally blow dried. So now all of the bugs are literally flying fucking everywhere. Yeah. And so it's like, why continue? Even if it's being kennel dried, it's the you know the They're air not, does they, yeah. come out. They're of still the not kennel. allowed. To, they're not allowed to be dried at all. 
But even still, especially fleas, they bounce. You know, that's their whole thing. Yeah. And so now they're bouncing out of the kennel. I don't know. And I know they bite. Like, they can't yeah. They can't stick onto you because you're just not animal, but they'll still bite you. Well, they hang out on the on your hair, and they really like the dark places. So I had come in to contact so many, 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 many grooming years ago. Um, a huge infestation. The dog was matted. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't see anything until I shaved the dog. Yeah. And the groin was just infested. Infested. Like, you couldn't tell if it was a boy or a girl. All you just saw was black fleas. <laughs> and oh I God. about jumped. <sighs> I dropped my clippers and started, like, freaking out. Because I don't do bugs either. Yeah. I couldn't finish the dog. Another groomer had to, like, finish shaving. And then they just washed them in the flea and tick shampoo, which... You're not supposed to get them wet first. Like, if you go into it knowing they have fleas, you're supposed to put the shampoo on top of the dog first because it suffocates them. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't either, but I see it floating around in, like, some of the groups. Which makes sense. Yeah, because they just jump, and I guess fleas are really resilient. And so they just, you want to suffocate them in the shampoo and then you rinse, and then it's usually safe to continue on, I guess. But then a lot of the people that deal with the the fleas have, like, safety measures afterwards. Yeah. And so it's like here... And I don't know any of those safety measures. No, and neither yeah. really do I. Yeah. Because here we don't deal with it on a daily basis. So, you know, if I do post on there a couple times a year, being like, oh, my God, like, I ran into this, what do I do? I got made fun of. When I got the lice infestation, not infestation, but when I saw the dog with lice, I'm like, what the fuck do I do? I had to cancel my day. I had to go to the store and I had to buy special stuff to, you know, make sure that I'm not cross contaminating. Yeah. And they're like, why aren't you equipped? I'm like, in two years, this is my first situation with lice. I like, I keep dealing with lice, but it's because of this one dog. And I told you about my my chow mm-hmm. um but that's the only lice i've dealt with yeah so I'm, and you've been in business for three yeah and i'm not like i don't deal with it either i send them home and i disinfect my my salon yeah and exactly that's, that's what it. we do and let you know the vets deal with it yeah because you honestly that the big infestation that i dealt with was i've been grooming almost 11 so probably and this was before I was I met Harvey, so two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, that's that long ago. Yeah. That I dealt with fleas. Yeah. And so then this is the first time I've dealt with fleas. Yeah. No, I just, I'm not good with bugs. Me neither. So I'm I'm not about that. Yeah, but you picked off that one tick that we did find on that Yorkie on the ear, remember? Yeah, I just wanted to fuck with you though. Yeah. One bug is I'm not afraid of bugs. I'm not. I am okay with bugs, spiders, cockroaches, all of them. But when things bite me and make me feel creepy crawly, like spiders bite. Okay, well, they have they bite harder than fleas. Fleas, you don't really even feel them; you just get the itches. Okay, first of all, spiders don't go out of their way. They don't go out yes, of their do. no, they don't. Yes, That's they, do. they do not go they out do. of their way to ruin They're your just day. Plotting okay? on the wall, they're plotting your demise. You're so full of shit. That's what they're doing. Like, how can I make this chick's life fucking worse? And they're like, I'm going to catch her when she's slipping. 
and I'm going to bite the shit out of her and put all my poison inside her body. Okay. No, spiders don't bug me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, fleas, I think they live on blood. That's it. That's it. The things that eat me. Yeah. Those eat me. Yeah. When I was little and I lived in California, we had we had a flea infestation in our house. Ew. It was the worst. Ew. Mm, so you got to like defumigate your house or something like that. I don't know. It was crazy. Wash like everything. And then I, I tell the parents, you need to wash your whole house. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's going to come back. And I don't think they fucking listen. People are disgusting. Anyway. Yeah. But it's dry, so they'll just be dead soon. They inside don't the last. House. Yeah. Inside the house is different. There's moisture inside your house. Mm. Some people have small houses and a lot of bathrooms. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. If it comes back and it has more fleas. It's not my problem. I'm not taking the dog ever again. <laughs> Either dogs. Lice dog or flea dog. No. I'm good. Peace nope. out. Bye-bye. <sighs> Was that it? Was that all how your week went? <laughs> so I told Vanessa some <laughs> intimate, like, information. And she's, like, pushing me to talk about it. <laughs> I don't even know how to transition to this. <laughs> You're fucking perf. Okay, so listen, I'm married. I have two kids. And um, sometimes it takes, a, you know, it's a lot of effort to get it in. Okay? She's got two young little girls. I have very, they're very young. They're very, like, dependent children. It's a one-year-old and a four-year-old. So they're on me and they're on their daddy, like, 24-7. So when it comes to me and my husband getting, like, even just a moment together, mm-hmm. we try to take full advantage of that. So today, full advantage. <laughs> so today, um, I had a really good day at work. I had really good dogs, and I, you know, her I, last dog was the best. <laughs> my last dog left. My husband came to pick me up. Um, I'm drinking tonight, so he came to pick me up, and he went to go. You know, he's going to go get the gr- the girls who were being babysat because he had work the night before. So we had free time. My shop is closed. (laughs) I have a little suite. No one can see. No one can hear. I have blaring music. And we just took advantage of the fact that we were together in a room by ourselves. was set. (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of just told you in passing, like, yeah, just got to get it in really quick. I'll be right over. (laughs) I thought you were at home. So I'm like, okay, well, now she's got to drive all the way to home, blah, blah, blah. It's okay. She's not going to be here till like 4, like 5.30. I don't have that time. No, that's what I'm thinking. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's a lot of extra time just to get the D. See, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And me and my husband have, you know, we've been creative in our love life before, Mm -hmm. you know, because Mm -hmm. we had to be. Um, Well, not because we had to be, but like way back in the day, we were just before pre-kids, it was nice. Afterwards, you have to get creative. Yeah, for sure. All right? No damage was done. <laughs> I'm curious, like, how many people... Have sex in their shops? Yeah. Or their their vans. Or their trailers? Their trailers, yeah. Or their mobile units. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's a thing. I'm sure you are not, like, the only groomer Like, this is not a fetish, guys. It's a total it's fetish. It's just... It's not <laughs> <laughs> you know, no kids. My husband looking hot in the corner. Shit happens. That's really (laughs) all it is. Exactly. I thought it was amazing. (laughs) I was like, that has to go on the podcast. Oh, God. (laughs) Sorry, Chris. 
if you if you're listening. Nothing like that exciting happens in my trailer. It's not that exciting. It's two married people fucking. Yeah, that's exciting. Fucking people are great. Yeah, you're happy. A- Juices are flowing. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> great. Juices. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But I mean, like, our you know, life as a groomer is hard. It is. You know, literally, life is so hard. You know, when you're a groomer, you're a mother, business owner, married, you know, like perks of being the owner. I wouldn't say that's a perk. Why not? An employee would hella get fired super quick. I'd be like, what do you mean you fucked in my salon? Get out of (laughs) here. But it's okay for you to fuck in the salon because you pay your own bills. Oh, God. Like, that's a perk. In my oh eye. god! <laughs> Still gotta pay rent. Yeah, exactly. You're paying bills. Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah! Way to go, Vanessa. Way to put me on blast. <laughs> nice. Sup, <laughs> <laughs> Brooke? <laughs> the parking lot was full. And my car is too filthy. That's amazing. And, and you I, got car seats. I got car seats. <laughs> See, I got car seats, and I'm not as, like, small and nimble as I used to be, so. <laughs> you just got to get it when you get it when you can. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. the life of a working mom right there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I want to know who else. Exactly. Who else has fucked in their salon? Or mobile unit. Or work. If you're just listening to this just to be. Yeah, you're, like, some executive somewhere i don't know i've always had like this fantasy of like a client preferably a female client being like hey so uh what's up and i'm like hey what's up just like so do you do any extra services (laughs) and i'm like what do you mean extra like which would like what are you thinking like all my packages are inclusive (laughs) and like this whole porn scenario is going through my head and I'm like I think I would totally fuck a client just a one time thing and then I'd ghost them and never groom their dog again that's like my well I mean I think that's easier as a mobile because I remember you had a situation years ago when it wasn't you weren't you didn't even fuck him and you just remember oh yeah he turned into my stalker yeah you had a stalker I did I did have a stalker you have to be really careful. So. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I haven't learned my lesson. <laughs> yeah, obviously, you're fantasizing about it. Exactly. But, like, inside the trailer, though. That's, like, my fantasy. Uh, I mean. So. You've just done what some of us can't do. Fuck everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> but anyways, was is that it for your week? Yeah, that was pretty much it. That kind of ended the week. That's a good ending. It was a great ending. I'm not going to lie. It was a lie. great ending to the week. Yeah. My so. week was... Um, Yours was filled with, like, All excitement. kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. There's one that I can't seem to remember. But the other one, I had a ride-along. Uh, it seems like a lot of people think I am this mobile guru person. And I'm like, uh, I barely run my business. So, yeah. why are you asking me all these questions? I mean, I feel like you take advantage of your husband very well. 
he loves numbers, which is so great. So he does my books. Kudos for you. And so like someone was messaging me being like, hey, I need to know your numbers. I'm thinking about going mobile. And I'm like, girl, you messaging the wrong person. Yeah. I'm like, I barely even know what I get paid every week. So. Exactly. Which is cool because. It's know. kind of horrible. And sometimes it's a little embarrassing because some people are like, so how much do you make in a year? And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. Like. I mean, but I think they think you're a mobile guru because we were just talking about your mobile unit is probably the prettiest one in town. Yeah, it's pretty clean. I get compliments on it all the time. It's clean. It's elegant looking. I mean, it does look like people, you know. Yeah. It, it's beautiful. And then, you know, you kind of make sure that you're within that high-end realm. I try to. I'm pretty anal about my working space. I like it to be clean. Um, actually during my ride along, she was making fun of me because I vacuumed in between every, like almost every scissor. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to scissor the leg, vacuum, vacuum, vacuum. Okay. I'm going to scissor this leg, vacuum, vacuum, vacuum. I'm going to scissor that leg, vacuum, vacuum, vacuum. Well, I don't, I don't think that's just being anal, but I think it's because like, I noticed I don't, I I won't clean up afterwards, but if Mm -hmm. I'm doing in between, like, especially when I have the clipper vac, the clipper vac takes off so much hair and suctioning it all up. Yeah. So then when you're scissoring around the feet and you're scissoring around. It's so dirty. It kind of gets annoying. You're like, well, why can't it just disappear? Yeah. And I'm like, how can you tell if you're done with that leg, if there's hair all around it? Yeah. But that's just me. And like, I've seen other groomers who do things differently and that's fine, but it's just easier cleanup at the end of the day. And I found for my situation, I sweep at the end of the day. But anyways, this is not about my routine. It was about your ride-along. It was about my ride-along. Yeah. Um, the ride-along was great. She's looking to come into the mobile market. Uh, she, I can't remember if she had done mobile before in the past. But if it was, it was brief and I, uh, yeah. many, many, many years ago. Yeah. So she wanted to see if she could do it. Because she works in, she owns her own salon. She has bathers. And, you know, a lot of mobile groomers do not have bathers. It's, we do everything ourselves. Yeah. Um, so she wanted to see if she was capable. And I guess at the end of it, she was like, I have a lot to think about. Because it's not cut and dry like a salon is. Where it's like, okay, the dogs come to you. Yeah. The owners pick up the dog. Yeah. You clean up at the end of the day, and then that's it. Yeah. So cut and dry that way. Whereas mobile, it's you're going to a, a house for the first time. You don't really know where to park. you got to find parking. Can I park in front of the house? Is this on, you know, did they tell me the truth if they're on a steep hill, blah, blah, blah. So, like, there's a little bit more to think about when yeah. being mobile. Especially with new clients. And I think this was a good day for her because... The houses that I went to, not all of them I could park in front of. So yeah. I did five dogs, three houses. Yeah. Two of the houses are on a hill. And one of them, we have to walk up the hill, grab the dogs, bring the dogs down the hill, and then walk around a corner. And it's not an easy walk because it's a steep hill. Yeah. And it's a Dane and a Golden Retriever. And usually I'm... By myself, tackling two dogs. Yeah. By myself, walking down. They're pretty decent on the leash. Um, And then the other one, I park on top of the hill, because it's the flattest, and then walk down the hill to get the dogs. Yeah. And walk up the hill, and 
Sometimes if the assistant is there, she'll bring me the dogs. This day we happened to hit a little snafu that was easily fixed. And the person I was doing the ride along with wasn't very thrilled about it. And I'm like trying to explain to her that things are not... You, it's a give and take on the road. That's what I think. Yeah, Mobile is very give and take. I was there maybe five minutes early. I give a window, an hour window. Yeah, I can arrive 30 minutes early, 30 minutes late. I happen to be 35 minutes early. And she's like, I wasn't expecting you for an hour. And I'm like, well, my window is such and such time. So the salon owner, the ride along was like, I don't understand. That's a um no call no show that's a no call no show and i'm like eh, eh, it's not really how it works in the mobile yeah world you know i'm technically early her appointments not really until 30 minutes mm-hmm. so i usually will wait the 30 minutes plus five and then i'll take off if nobody is there yeah but i was in communication with the lady and she's like just go inside grab the dogs so i didn't even skip a beat Cool. You know, I was still there early, got the dogs done, everything was fine. And that's usually how it goes mobile. Yeah. Is they'll let you inside. Yeah. Especially if you've been grooming their dogs for a while. The only time it's frustrating is if it's a new client and they're not there and then... Then you, you sh- don't know if they're going to pay. Exactly. So then I'm like... Then you they go on an X list if they don't ever show up. Yeah. But I've never had this issue. So usually they just let me in and then... Owners are there within a couple minutes. So it was fine. But she was having just a little bit of a difficult time understanding yeah. that it's a window for a reason. And I you have to abide by that window. Yeah. Even if you are there early. Yeah. I don't know if that's how everybody else runs it. But that's how I do it. I give a little bit of leniency. I do deal with a syndrome or a disease where, like, I autoimmune disorder, whatever, where I have to call out like once a month. So I've called out once a month, probably since I've started. And then it's probably hit like every client. So I'm kind of lenient yeah. with my clients because I need leniency. Yeah. So, but. Which is cool. Yeah. And I've never, I haven't had a problem. I've never called out. That's. Out of my own business, yeah. I've never called out. That's amazing. I cannot say the same. <laughs> that is, I think that's great. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you've seen me, though, dead. Yeah, but you work full-time hours. I so, do, yeah. Like, you don't get a break. Hey, our producer's over here shaking his head at me. Well, okay, so listen, you work five days. Mm-hmm. And you can be full-time hours. I if am you want to. getting there, actually, this holiday. I've been working, like, Doing five to six dogs almost regularly. So that's kind of nice. That is nice. Yeah. Um, and then also I've helped rescue some dog. Oh, yeah. A dog. I tried getting the other one. I almost died that day. Like, I was literally a street away mm. from my client's house. And, like, it just came running out. Two little, one Akita and one Pit, both unaltered. And the Pit. Of course, that's what happens. They have the wanderlust. Yeah. They're like, what? Gate open? 
Gone. bitches. And they were just having the fucking time with their life. And I'm like, fuck, I'm 30 minutes early. Yeah, make you know, I was making good time. Mm-hmm. And then these two dogs decided they want to run out in front of my truck. And I was like, fuck, I got to pull over. So I grabbed my leashes. And I know I'm there's like, always leashes in our cars. So when there's dogs or when there's cats, you're like, oh, I got to go out there. Cats, not so much. Dogs, yes, every time. I wish I could be like my husband. Where he literally just stopped traffic one night to let the Shih Tzu puppies run across the street, got back into his car, and then drove away. I did that with... <laughs> I was okay. like, what the fuck? I stopped traffic for a Shih Tzu, and it was so funny because it was in a cone. I was crossing the street by my house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I fucking know that Shih Tzu. And I did. And so I grabbed the Shih Tzu, and I knew who the client was. I yeah. had groomed that dog before. And so I had called... PetSmart, when I worked at PetSmart, got the information, which is totally illegal, but I got the information, called them up, and I was like, I got your dog. And I found out that they're, like, cross the main street into a different neighborhood where I lived, Uh but they were across the main street. And so I just crossed the street, and I just took the dog over. And I'm like, See, but you still grabbed the dogs. He did not. He just made sure they crossed safely, and then said bye puppies he's like they look like they were having fun i was like no fucking duh they look like they're having fun that's the problem <laughs> like exactly we need to ruin the fun and take them home <laughs> <laughs> like what's up i'm like i wish i could do that and i literally sat there in my car for like a split second being like do i stop or do i not stop and i was like fuck i gotta stop I, it's always like one of those dogs where like i had a pit bull run up on me when i was pregnant and i like it ran up on me and i was like Bruh, we're gonna fight today. You know what yeah. I mean? And he was like rearing up to go, but then like a car pulled in and he looked like he got, just got hit by a car and he ran off. I was nine months pregnant. I'm not running after that fucking dog. Yeah, I am the crazy person that was running after Nikita and a pit bull. <laughs> Which, in <laughs> any other circumstance, I'd probably be right there with you, girl, but. Yeah. I mean, it's Nikita. They're like way more sketchier, in my opinion, than the pit. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, I'm, I'm allergic to Akitas. Well, the Akita happened to be a sweetheart. Aww. Thankfully, he was chipped. I tried running after the pit, and he just was way too quick for me. And yeah. dipped out somewhere in a neighborhood, and I was like, fuck, I can't. Two people had helped and pulled over, and they got the Akita. Yeah. Um. So then I just threw him my leash. and Of course, people always put those leashes on wrong. It doesn't, it baffles me. It baffles me how people don't know how to use them oh Just, and then they choke the dogs yeah i'm like oh my god you have it on backwards and they're like or you can't use the handle you know because it's the um the ones with the silver piece and then you stick the handle part in the loot in the silver and then it just it's the sliding leads and so then they're always holding on to the the metal piece instead of actually using the handle oh i see what you're saying i yeah. was like i was like wow that's that's no. beyond my comprehension. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you put it, so then I fixed it. And I'm like, you put it through the metal, you, f- I don't understand. <laughs> but then the pit, I couldn't chase after him anymore. I was literally dying. Yes, yeah. I work out, but I don't work on my endurance because I don't like running. Nobody likes running. No, so literally well, I felt like my throat was closing. Okay, do you remember when Captain got out of my house while you were on vacation? And I told you I almost died. You know what's so funny is that I was on vacation another time before that, and my sister was watching him. Oh, no, I was living at my mom's for, like, two weeks because I was in transition from moving. Uh And my sister was 
moving in with my mom at the same time. I was transitioning out. And so she moved in, but my dog was still there. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Vanessa, I didn't know your dog bolts out. I'm like, yeah, he just like explores. But then he comes right back. So my sister was running out. I guess Uh she was butt ass naked. Not butt ass naked, but she was in her underwear and she was just running down the street. She got her minivan at the time and drove after my dog. And then she opened up the minivan door and my dog jumped in. And he was like, all right, we're going back home. Yeah, no, I didn't even think of that. So I was running after him mm-hmm. in because I had just gotten out of the shower. I Oh, no, wait, I was leaving or something like that. And he darted. Yeah. Well, my throat started to close up. I was calling him freaking out because I couldn't breathe. And literally I could feel my throat cinching. And like I almost passed out. And the same thing happened to me again running out of this fucking dog. So then I had to stop running after him and he got away. And, like, I tried being, like, no, doggy, I have treats. And, like, being the dog pedophile, you know, like, come to my van, I've got treats. <laughs> I got peanut butter. <laughs> I got peanut butter. Come here, puppy. <laughs> but it didn't work, and he, I hope they found the owner. Thankfully, the dogs were chipped. The yeah. Akita was chipped because yeah. I dropped him off. And, like, this fucking vet tech, okay, try to make me feel like shit because I had to drop him off at the vet. I'm, like... I'm working. Usually I'll take the dogs home. But one, I'm all the way on the north side of where I live, like north side of Vegas. Yeah. And I live in Henderson, like two. The south side of Vegas. Exactly. Like we live almost 30, 40 minutes apart. So I can't take this dog home. And so she's like, well, you know, if they're not chipped, I have to call animal control. And I'm like, lady, I don't fucking live over here. One, I'm working. I don't trust Akitas with small dogs. So it can't, I don't want it pissing all over in my truck. I don't want it in my trailer with me working with dogs. Like, you're a vet. Take the damn dog. Take the dog. Why are you bitching at me right now? Like, simmer down, bring it down a notch, girl. I saved this dog. I saved it. Praise me. Right? Praise me. Give me my praise that I need. And then the other vet tech was like, well, it's chipped. And I was like, bye, bitch. I was like, I'm so good to talking to you. I'm like, but it does have a buddy. So if someone drops off the buddy. But that was pretty much my week. Other than the other thing that I forgot. Oh, okay. Well, if you forget, you can talk about it next week. Yeah, I probably won't remember. Okay, it's cool. Yeah. So let's get into... You know, we talked about ourselves for 35 minutes. We can edit half of that out. We no. can edit the sex stuff No, out. we're leaving the sex. We're leaving it. <laughs> okay, so, let, so let's talk about um, one of the topics that we got from you guys. I really yes! appreciate it. Let's talk about working interviews. And somebody had mentioned that, like, should you get paid for working interviews? I do have a working interview story. I would like to hear that, please. So um, I actually did get paid. For this interview. Really? With other interviews, I had not. This was my first working interview that I did get paid. Yeah. Um, Would you, could you care to tell us if it was a mobile, corporate, or? It was a franchise. Franchise. Okay. It was a franchise. I did not get the job. I was young and dumb and happened to botch the second interview (laughs) in front of my husband. And he was like, I can't believe you just did that. And I was like, I did. So I used to have this, okay, but this is the second story of the interview. The first story is fucking hilarious, and I can't believe it even happened. But the second one is, like, I had a client that, she was weird, she was a news anchor, and I hated her. And they were like, 
they were asking me, can you work late? Sometimes we have a client that has special needs. And I'm thinking like, who is it? Because it kind of was starting to sound like the client that I used to groom. And she's like, it's this person. She works for the news. And I was like, fuck no. (laughs) And Harvey just looked at me like, what? (laughs) That's why you didn't get hired. (laughs) That's exactly why I didn't get hired. But... Yeah, you, you I was no like, context, no, yeah. I was like, no, I was like, she used to be a client of mine. She's horrible. <gasps> and but anyways, is she special needs or is she just a bitch? Both. OK, both. She came here with the little Yorkie. I groomed her in my living room because the dog had bronchitis. I remember. And she was lady. begging me at PetSmart to groom the dog. And I said, no, I can't take your dog because it has bronchitis. And she's like, please, please, please. And I was like, fine. I'll groom your dog at my house. So the dog has special needs, not the lady. No, the dog is fine. The lady's crazy. So then I did house grooming for her for a while. She used to come here while I groomed her dog. Yeah. And then she started going back to PetSmart. And then something happened and she dipped. And so then she was using and abusing this other salon. Yeah. But anyway, so the actual working interview, I uh, was going great. Was I felt really comfortable there. They didn't listen to music, so I asked, hey, do you mind if I put on some music? So me and the groomer are vibing. We're getting along. I think they were turned off that I was really comfortable. And so, because the groomer seemed chill. Yeah. She was older, but she mm-hmm. was chill, and we were getting along. And it was a full day thing, so I had, like, six dogs, I think, something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you should get paid for that. Yeah. So, you know, it was chill until this Yorkie comes in. This older Yorkie skin is thin, like it was balding. The ears, they wanted tipped ears, even though that there was really no hair on the ears. It was just skin on the ears. So I go to lightly trim around the tipped ears, you know, barely taking any of the hair off because I knew if I got too close that the skin would just cut open, you know, because it's that type of skin. So I was being very cautious. So then the other groomer comes up to my dog and is like, that's not how you do tipped ears. And before I can even get the words out of my mouth as to why I did it the way I did, the dog is bleeding all over the place. <sighs> and I'm like, um, that that's why I didn't do it properly. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, I see. And I'm like, yeah, the skin is just way too thin that if I even got even too close no matter what, if the scissors even just whisked the ear, it would be bleeding. And it did. <laughs> <laughs> it bled. And she's just like freaking out. And I'm like, you know, I didn't do that, right? And she's like, yes, I'm going to tell them that you didn't do it. And I'm like, okay. Because some people are shady as fuck, you know? So I wanted to make sure that I wasn't blamed for that. Yeah. And she is like freaking out. She's like, I've never cut a dog. And I'm like, like, not never, but she hadn't cut a dog there. Yeah. And I'm like, that sucks. I'm like, but this is exactly why I didn't do it. Yeah. Like, I didn't even take a blade on it. I just made the illusion of tipped ears. Yeah. And so then she grabs the owner of the franchise who never groomed a day in her life. She actually had a medical background. Fuck. Right? Yeah. But she was actually pretty chill. And so she tells the owner what happened. And she's like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. And blah, blah, blah. And then, so then they tell the owner... But I'm like, that's fucking why I didn't do it. (laughs) Because I knew the dog would bleed to death. (laughs) And so that was my working interview. Yeah. 
So let's say like you do like, okay, I'm getting drunk. Okay. So <laughs> I haven't eaten. So, um, okay. So you have a working interview and it's like mm-hmm. a full day of dogs. Yeah. You should get paid for that. I think so. Yeah. You know, but I don't think you actually have to get paid for a working interview. Well, I don't think there's any, yeah, I don't think when you're doing interviews, there's like a law that says you have to get paid. But if you're doing a full day, like I know people will do like tryouts or auditions and they'll go in and they'll groom one dog Mm -hmm. and then, you know, it'll be the owner's dog or like a a donated dog for that Mm -hmm. day. Yeah. Uh, You know what? I've done that before. If you get paid, cool. If you don't. Mm -hmm. That was my first working interview where I did multiple dogs. The first one that I did outside of working at PetSmart, the gentleman was that originally was the groomer yeah. for the dog. It yeah. was his request dog was pissed. He's like, you made that dog look way better. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Oh, I remember that. It was like a poodle or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it was a poodle. And yeah. and then, um, but I got hired for that job. My second interview was, I just showed him my portfolio and got hired on the spot. Yeah. And then it didn't work out well. It happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then... That interview, I did not get hired. That was my first job that I had never gotten hired for. But it was my own fault. (laughs) Rejection is part of life, so. It was. It was. Yeah. So. If you're doing more than, if you're doing multiple dogs in the day, then you know what? I'd I'd probably want, like. I'd want compensation. I want compensation, yeah. Yeah. Because if it's, I have to, like, carve out eight hours or even five hours out of my day to do an interview, then I don't think I should be paid full commission. Yeah. For sure. Or even 50%. But just something for my time. Yeah. I think. I think so too. You know, it doesn't have to be a lot. I'm not asking for even minimum wage, but minimum wage would be nice. Maybe that, you know, it's the, what is our minimum wage? Like 875? Yeah, why not? Yeah. 875 an hour. For a day? For a day, why not? Yeah. But I mean, if you're desperate and you have no other leads out there, just fucking do it because it's a job. But I mean, if if it's an interview, you're trying to work up Mm -hmm. on up in this. Have you been paid for an interview? Every time. Every time. Any interview I've ever. Well, not an interview, but like any time I'm working or in like some sort of transitional period, I've been Mm -hmm. paid. Oh, nice. Yeah. What were these interviews? They were for like um, retail um, I did like conventions, bartending, those kind of things. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Like, cause so then nothing if, grooming. Yeah. Cause I was going to say you went straight from PetSmart to your, no, no, wait, you did work in some, you only worked in one private setting. I only worked in one private salon. And then yeah. you went and she already knew your work. So you yeah. didn't even have to interview. I did not know. She was my teacher. So she already kind of knew and she worked with me. So she already knew. Yeah. So she's like, hey, you want to come on over? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And then you did your own thing. Yeah, Yeah, that was it. I don't think I've had a lot of interviews. You were on, like, exploring different realms. So. I was. There was college for a hot minute. I did college for a hot minute, too. But then I, like, got sad. I'm like, all my clients. Well, I did college for just for myself, personal enrichment. But then, you know, when you personally enrich yourself and it's not for, like, 
like a monetary goal in the end. Yeah. It's fucking expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I can't do this. Yeah. Even though I love, I love sitting, you know how I am. I no. keep talking about seminars and education. I love it. I love education too. Yeah. So I have to. I've been thinking about going back to school because I do, I like, um, I love psychology. Oh, I love psychology. You know what's really funny is that um, my psychology class, I know this has nothing to do with the grooming, but my psychology class that I took in college, mm-hmm. I aced it. I was yep. one of the highest um, grades in the class, and I took all my information from the, because it was Psychology 101, I took all the information from my dog psychology book. Yeah, we're very similar. Well, it just, you're not, we're, we weren't going into anything difficult in mm-hmm. topics. It was just behavioral science, like yeah. the basics of it. And I was just like, I know all this. So I was, I aced it. It was great. And the teacher was such a bitch, but she hugged me in the end. She's like, oh my God, you did amazing. My, I took a sociology class in high school yeah. and she happened to be a professor at a college mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And that was the only class that I ever in that high school that I went to for the three years, that was the only out of three years class that I got an A in. Yeah. And I loved it. But then my life took me down a different path. Yeah, it happens. It happens. But anyway, yeah. So, like, moving onward. But, yeah. No, definitely I think you should be compensated for a full day. If you're only going in for a dog and it's an hour dog. Just do it. Yeah, I don't think any compensation is necessary. No, um, if they're working you, if they're working you, get paid. If yeah. they're not working you but and they're I, just like trying I, to see you. Like I said, I don't think it needs to be like a full 50%. Nah, they're or, not going to do that. It's not no. even expected. No. <laughs> no. I think you're just lucky to get anything at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. or And don't be too comfortable, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what my fault was other than being like, nah, I don't do that type of thing. Um. Not everybody vibes with you, and not everybody's gonna no. vibe with you, and that's no. how it. That's just kind of how it is. Yeah. So you yeah. guys have to be okay with being rejected. Yeah. <laughs> rejection. <laughs> it hurts. Or it hurts the soul. Rejection hurts so much. But I mean, I mean, I've been fired before, and it sucks, and it's embarrassing. It's just part of life. I have never been fired. I've been ghosted too. Like, I've been, like... Have I not been fired? I've been fired. Have I been fired? From where? Say it. Okay. No. Okay, that situation. So, he that, said... No, I remember when you called me because you were like, I think I technically was just fired. Yes. So, yeah. I worked for the salon. I don't think it's Hair of the Dog anymore. So, we can say that. I used to work for this company called Hair of the Dog. And I... Don't I don't remember if I did a working interview for that one or not. Um, I think I just got hired off of my portfolio. Yeah. So she was in transition of leaving. Yeah. The owner. Yeah. And so she was looking to sell. And this gentleman that was working there who was using her was pretending on being the manager. And because he was thinking about buying the company. Yeah. And... She didn't end up selling to him because she found out some shady shit. And I was the first trigger of that shady shit because me and him were actually trying, not getting like, we got cozy and we were thinking about partnering up together. And for some reason he turned and he decided, he told me, he's like, so I'm taking over the company. I walk in for, to work. And he's like, I'm thinking, 
I'm going to be taking over the company. So unfortunately, either I'm going to have to let you go or you're going to go to 1099. And I was like, mm, no. Yeah. And he's like, well, then you're fired. And I was like, what the fuck? I remember when you called me, you were like, I think I just avoided a bullet right there. But you were yeah. like so upset. You I was. Like, I was crying. Yeah, I remember you called me. Because he right was, after it happened, you're like, I was just technically fired. I've never been fired before. And I'm like. Oh. I was shaking because he was a he like went from being super nice to this monster. Yeah, like he was a complete dick about the whole thing, and I was yeah. like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah. So then I literally just packed up my shit, called my personal clients that were going to be going that day, and I was like, "You know, you can still go there if you want to, but I don't recommend it. I don't trust the groomer on staff." Blah blah. blah. And all of them were like, "No, we're you know, yeah, you can groom at your house or whatever, or we can wait." And I was like, "Okay." So then that happened, and then I chose not to speak to the owner when she was there. Oh, that's right. I didn't pack up my shit right then and there. I went to the car, and then I calmed down, went back in. I called some peoples, (laughs) and then I went back in, and the owner was there, the actual owner, and she was a groomer. And she was like, what's going on? Like, you know, why are you And then you called me afterwards because she didn't know. You know, I'm not answering any questions. I just packing up my shit and then I left. She called me back a couple weeks later and we had lunch and she's like, he told me you quit. And during and he turned off the camera when he fired me. So she's like, technically you weren't fired. She's like, I didn't want to let you go. I had no idea what was happening. I thought you quit. And she's like, I had no idea what happened. And I was like, this is what happened. Good luck. Didn't she move to Texas? Yeah, she left. Good luck in Texas. But no, she was super sweet and she was just being used and had no idea. Yeah. And that was her passion. Yeah. She loved it, but she had to move because of family. So. Yeah, family stuff. And she wanted me to buy the salon, but I was like, I have no money. And she's like, well, we can do payments. And then she ended up getting a little bit more money than we agreed to on payments. And I was like, whatever. Yeah, of so. course. And the salon was in the hood, so I was like, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that was that. Yeah. Yep. I forgot about that, honestly. I blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> <laughs> Repressed memory. Yes. Yeah. So, it's that time. It's the time. It's the shampoo time! Shampoo. Because... She is a diva. Diva. We have a diva in the house. The biggest shampoo diva in the fucking world. Like Mariah Carey diva? Yes. Mariah Carey is a horrible diva. I've witnessed it firsthand. She's a diva. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. I have pretty good perspective on shampoo. Um... Like, I'm not like, uh, what is her name on that group pod? What is her name? Oh, Barbara and yeah. Susie. They're a great podcast, Groom Pod. Yeah. So, Barbara, she's, like, super, like, in-depth when it comes to ingredients. And I am aware of ingredients. I just she's don't. She's educated. She's super educated. So, okay, I've taken a couple shampoo classes, and I work with shitty shampoo, and I work with high-end shampoo, and I work with in-between. And Vanessa hates me because I have 
no love for no. any shampoo. She is Shania Twain. She's like, that don't impress me much. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't fucking get it. No, okay, I wouldn't say I'm not impressed. It's just like I'm not like, okay, I'm maybe my heart and my soul is still searching for the perfect shampoo. She's searching for shampoo literally made of gold. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you if you shoot out a brand and if I've tried it, I can tell you within that brand what I hate about it and what I do love about it. It's just fucking insane. I think the only one, the only one that she says that she's going to repurchase because she actually, I've got surprise hands, she actually likes it. It's the caviar by the Ivy. Okay. St. Bernard. Oh, wait. Now she hates it, guys. No, it no, literally no. just fucking changed in a so, blink of an eye. So, okay. So, like, all right. Listen. There are there are lines within brands that I do love, but the majority of... That's a first, guys. Okay. So, the majority of... Okay. Let's talk about Best Shot. I have not been... I have always been impressed with Best Shot. Yes. Samesies. So, I can't... For I lo- their $30 price point... Yeah, best I, shot is very. Impressive. I feel like their quality, their price point, everything is up to par with where it should be. It's and consistent. So, so it's consistent. The formula is consistent, and I use it and I love it. So there, boom, bitch. <laughs> There's one brand that I could stand very true to, mm-hmm. um, as far as like I will always use. Yeah, but I'm always looking for better. Yeah, always. I Me mean, too. I haven't used Best Shot's whitening shampoo, and I'm looking at it right now behind you. So yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe I should try it out. Take but, a sample. Yeah, I'll take a sample. It's a good, like, for, I use Best Shot only on my, like, dogs that are six weeks and plus. Anything above six weeks, they get my more premium shampoos. But if they're not consistent in getting grooming, I use my Best Shot. That makes sense. fabulous cleaner. Yeah. It gives a great look. Uh, It doesn't work for all coats. I like using shampoos that are used for certain coats see there's where i am not i'm not loyal to any brand no me neither because of that kind of i'm loyal to best shot but i'm not loyal to best shot like they were they're like my main artery yeah but then like all my other you know veins and stuff they branch off yeah so so there you go like that's how it is like i i think best shot is going to be my like standard always Mm -hmm. and i work from there and if it's lower than best shot standard, yeah. I need it needs to burn in hell. You know? <laughs> uh-huh. Cause I seriously, like I forgot what it feels. Okay, people when we okay, when we go to Super Zoo or conventions and stuff like that, and people are selling the shampoos, mm-hmm. they're always talking about how their hands feel. They're like, oh my hands feel so good. Like yeah. look at my look how beautiful my hands are from mm-hmm. using the shampoo. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking in my hand, what the fuck does that have to do with the quality of shampoo? It means a lot. Okay, so I forgot. Because we used to use low-grade shampoo at that private salon, and we used to use low-grade shampoo at corporate. Hydro-surge is the fucking worst. I hate hydro-surge. But now I'm at um, a corporate, and we use Esprit. And not even, like, Esprit has... They have some good things, but most of it's bad. Okay, first of all, it's just low-grade. I wouldn't say... I don't want to say anything is bad, but I hate it. So... I fucking yes. hate Shaking it. my head, yes. And because it's like a corporate, you have to use a certain shampoo. You have to. On, you can't bring your own shit. You can't bring your own shit. You also can't use their better quality shampoos unless the people pay for it. Yep. Which I agree, but their standard shampoo is the worst It's always ever. the worst. I hate it. I want it to burn in hell. Yeah. 
So then you work on up to like mid-grade shampoos. Like if you're starting off by yourself, get a mid-grade shampoo. Best shot. That is what I used exclusively for almost the first year because it was cheap and consistent. Yeah. And it gave great results. Yeah. And I do love the smell. I'm really big on scents. So then no, a, you're really big on the lack of scent. You're not a big scent person. I, the milder the better. Yeah, but I don't like it not to have any scent. And that's yeah. the thing, though, is that there's these really high-end shampoos that have an obnoxious scent. And I like to layer my scents on the dogs because I Let feel... Let me just say that those shampoos that you're talking about, yes, it's high fragrance when you're opening the bottle. But once you're done blow-drying the dog, the scent is almost gone. I groom? Not that one. <laughs> I cannot use eye groom because I used it for a day on all my dogs. And I'm not going to say it's a bad shampoo. No, it was an amazing shampoo. It was good shampoo. But I was so sick at the end of my day because its smell was so potent in my trailer. It just wouldn't leave. Yeah. And my bottles still to this day smell like eye groom. So, like, if you really are big on scents and you like a really highly fragrant shampoo, I think groom. you'll love eye groom. It is and a really good... See, that's the thing, though, is it's a... That's why I'm freaking Mariah Carey, I guess. But I think eye groom, which is, like, the top... And it stays on the dog. Yeah, it's one of the top-of-the-line shampoos right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody's endorsing it. Everybody's endorsing it. And I don't... I can't not not see why, because the actual quality of the shampoo is amazing. When I you wasn't a huge fan, though. I don't like their whitening, but their actual shampoo is not bad. It is really good, but the fragrance was too strong for me. Way too strong. Same thing. I I was sick at the end of the day. I was texting you, being like, "I have a fucking massive I know you gave headache." Me, you gave me the whole line, and I because uh-huh. used... I got the more expensive package. Yeah, I used the whole line. I used and... it all. I don't. I don't hate the shampoo. I just will never purchase it because of it it's too, too much fragrance. They're I do in- want their perfumes, though. Their individual perfumes oh are so elegant. They're fabulous, and they're a lot cheaper than the La Pooch. Are they? I believe so, member. I don't know, but Well, they- because there's one at the La Pooch, a VIP, my favorite from La Pooch. Oh, I love sample. that. I dig that. Two grand. Is it really? Yes. Dude, or I have- Or 250 for the small. Fuck your life. I have been squirting that no, shit. No, I've been like, using that shit oh, seldomly. I just squirted on my husband because I was like, no. just so you don't smell it's it. The dick. smallest bottle oh, is like 250. My God. I just shit my pants right yeah, now. Yeah, you wasted it on your husband. Oh, uh, my God. I, I put that. I was like, oh, this is such a sensual scent. And I think it needs to be on all of the male dogs. No. And I'm putting it on no. all the dude dogs. And I'm like, oh, it's a manly scent. No. And, oh, fuck. I feel like shit right now. Yeah. So I did not it's know expensive. that. expensive. Their cheapest is like 50 bucks, I think. Okay. Not for the VIP, just their scents themselves. Like, I really do enjoy. I really do like Le Pooch's scents. And yeah. I do really like Eye Groom. I think Eye Groom, like, their scents. I feel like their yeah. perfumes, their individual perfumes, are beautiful. Amazing. And they're they look like actual perfumes that you and I would wear. Yeah, like the glass scents, bottle. They're yeah. gorgeous. The scents aren't like sugar cookie. No, <laughs> I know. Which I still love my sugar cookie. I fucking hate sugar cookie. I love sugar. Cookie. I have grown up to like hate. I don't <laughs> like. I like sweet notes, but I don't like your my mm-hmm. dog smelling like fucking food. Okay, so I like my house smelling like food. So. You like your dog smelling like I like, but I am coming up more in the luxury world 
Yeah. Since the LaPooch samples that we got. Fuck my life. But I think at Pasadena, I want to get, if iGroom's there, I think I want to buy some of their perfume. I already have the list of what I want. Yeah. From the iGroom line. Okay, so that's iGroom. Yeah. This is a good quality shampoo. I fucking hate it. So that's why I'm fucking diva. So then let's talk about Le Pooch. Yes. My what bad. we got at Super Zoo. We got the whole sample size at Super Zoo, and I recommend getting that just to try it out. It's a hundred bucks. Yeah. You almost get their entire line. You get the degreasing, yeah. you get the female, the male shampoo, along with the counterparts, which is the conditioner. And then the puppy. You get two medicating. puppies. You get the male female puppy, you get the medicated, and then you get the hypoallergenic. Yeah. Oh, and you get the detangulant spray and a couple samples. Oh, of whitening the, too. Oh, and the whitening. Yeah. Then you get a couple samples of the perfume and their eye and ear solution, which I threw away. I didn't throw it away. I just, I used it today I, on a boo In what? It said skin solution and it was like, I was like, oh, maybe she I'll just. Explained how she used it, I and I think know. I washed right over it. Yeah, it just um, it, anything that's like medical, I'm not about. But me like, either. yeah, I like the Le Pooch. So far, it is my favorite. Um, Shocking. Shh. Okay. <laughs> so Le Pooch so far is my favorite, and I like it because their scents are mild, and they complement other scents that you layer on top of it. Yes. Um, their whitening's good. I've used their degreaser. I'm not a fan of the degreaser. I use it once. And I know it's a huge thing. People love it. Shoot me. I, hate I don't it. even know how to use it properly. I use it you in can't the ear. Really froth it. Okay, well Are you frothing your lapooch? I am frothing my lapooch because okay. otherwise that shit would be gone. Yes. I finally finished up my IV whitenings by frothing. Um, I I use honestly shampoos all different ways just to experiment. Yeah, I'm very big I on experimentation. Exclusively frothing. So my shampoo, yeah. my lip pooch has lasted, and then some. I'm not uh, the only reason why my female is gone is because it spilt on my road trip. Saddening, but my male I'm pretty much almost halfway through, and that yeah. was. September yeah. when we purchased it. Well, I have other shampoos to go through, and I just kind of took a... I took a break from the Le Pooch till the holiday season so I can impress more. Yeah. I have to be strategic about my shampoos yeah. because I have so many shampoos that I have yeah. to go through. Because she buys samples after sample after sample after sample after sample after sample after sample. I'm just not satisfied. <laughs> so, anyway, Le Pooch so far is, like... I am not going to be exclusively going to La Pooch, but I'm going to be buying some. Yeah, I'm I'm probably going to repurchase a lot of their line. Um, so then before La Pooch, I had the IV San, the IV San Bernard. Yeah, which you weren't really impressed with their... Their basic line is... I fucking can't stand it. It's yeah. I don't like the sense. I don't feel like it does enough. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, though, is that I don't... Okay, so when you're... You, this is the, my stipulation with the Lay Pooch. Their scents are amazing. The The washing power is good. However, if you use the shampoo by itself, you have to use the conditioner because it is too stripping. Yeah. Well, I've noticed that with just frothing in general is it's very stripping. Mm-hmm. So I always follow up. Every duck gets a conditioner now. So I follow up if it's a stripping shampoo. If it's a high, it's like there's a like, the cleaning agents are very potent. So, um, which is great, but I have a lot of four-week dogs, and I don't, I just bathe them once, and, you yeah. know, but they're very clean. 
Yeah. So there is this feeling that I'm looking for is that clean but moisturized. And I know I can find it in shampoos because I found it in certain shampoos with mm-hmm. particular coats. I'm just trying to find an overall brand that does it for all coats, which is impossible. Thing. Yeah, I know. I'm. <laughs> I'm reaching. I'm reaching. You fucking. are reaching so far for the highest apple that I, doesn't exist. No. So again, so the IV Sun. Bernard, Have you tried the Hydra moisturizing line though? The what? The Hydra, the moisturizer. Fucking love Hydra. Yes. And so the cleaning power of Hydra, the moisture yeah. one, is amazing. But it doesn't strip the coat. But no. it. I used it on my dog. It didn't necessarily agree with her coat. It made her too, um, too... Too moisturized. Too moisturized. Yes. There is... And that's the thing. Again, I have to be strategic about my shampooing. So Hydra is... um, They use a lot of conditioning agents and silicones. I have no problem with silicones. I I don't either. Silicones have come a long way. Just get over it, guys. Natural is crap. Well, natural is not crap. Okay. Natural, the shit that we've used that is... Okay, so me and her, we're on a huge natural kick. Huge natural kick for the longest time. I wasn't as much... Okay. And let me say, there is no such thing as a good fucking shampoo that's natural. So, let me (laughs) tell you... All right. Hydra's a good shampoo. The moisturizing line is really good. Would I put it on a Yorkie? No. No, no, Would I put it on a Bichon or a Shih Tzu? No. Yes. No. Not the Bichon. Not the Bichon? I, oh, well. Not the moisturizing line. I, I haven't had the would, other ones, but not the moisturizing because sorry. it's too, it's too moisturizing. Yeah. It weighs the coat down. I use their cleaning. I use their volcanic moisturizing one. I use some of the Hydras and I really do enjoy it, but I have to be strategic on which dog I'm using it on. Yes. So, um. I just put it on my dogs that show very dry coat. Yeah. But I do like it. I do. I love the Hydra. So there you go. So there's more shampoos that I like. So now let's get into the Ivy San Bernard really quick. Their basic mm-hmm. line, their banana or whatever, their short, long, medium coat. I fucking hate it. But their caviar line is so beautiful. Yeah. Their caviar line is amazing on a lot of different types of coats. Um, it makes them smell very beautiful. It keeps them clean. And that smell stays very mildly for like four weeks. Their medicated shampoo is better than Le Pooch. I use their medicated shampoo. And you can mix certain shampoos together that um, that they have. I don't mix shampoos. I'm not one for mixing shampoos. But they had recommended mixing shampoos mm-hmm. and kind of making cocktails depending on the condition of the skin and the coat. Yeah. I do like those. So I will repurchase those versus the medicated line from La Pooch mm-hmm. and the caviar. But their basic line, I fucking hate it. It doesn't mm-hmm. do enough. It's way overpriced. Well, you said with them, with the frothing, you have to actually let it sit. I have found... I did let it sit. I know. Yeah. And I have found with other shampoos, you do not have to let the frothing sit. And I think it's because this IV St. Bernard has a low soap content. Depending on the shampoo, they actually have a high soap content. Um, or is- no soap in general. They'll have different surficants. But I I follow their directions and their recommendations. And it's too time consuming. 
It's yeah. overpriced, in my opinion, their basic line. Get fucking the caviar line is ridiculously expensive, but it is totally worth it. But um, but their basic line, I just I don't like it. Yeah. So yeah. So going on to more natural brands. Enviagram. Okay, so we Vin- talk about Enviagram. I, I, I want to talk about Vanessa's claim that we were both on this kick. I was not on this kick you as were much. So First of all, uh, no, because I made you go to that. Fucking sh- lying. I made you go to that shampoo class <laughs> with me because you were constantly. This is when Vanessa was processing whether or not she wants to go on her own in mobile, and she was trying to find like she was in search for a natural line to. Um, <laughs> kind of be like this natural hippie kind of vibe that she was going for. I was going along with the natural phenomenon yeah, that was you happening. You know what? This natural phenomenon is still continuing if you haven't noticed. Yeah. So the thing about it is, is that I was like every, she kept telling me to try these shampoos and she would buy all these samples or she'd buy like these full sizes and we would try them. But then I started noticing that what it was doing to the coat was just not satisfactory. No, it was doing nothing. It was doing nothing. It was weighing it down. It was building up residual, like, residue on the dog. Yeah. And the more you wash them, the dirtier they felt. Yeah. And I couldn't figure it out why. So then I started falling out of love with it, but Vanessa was still on the search for a natural line. So then I made her take this class about shampoo and we were basically like fucked in the butt by like oh natural is a marketing ploy because it's if they put natural and organic at times not not all natural and organic lines are going to be in this realm but the majority are it's a fucking marketing ploy to put their price points higher and you getting just basic quality. It has a very low shelf life because it's natural. Uh-huh. There's no preservatives. They don't have processed or um, the ingredients aren't processed small enough to actually penetrate the cuticle. Therefore, they just sit on top of the dog's coat. And then you you do a dog every three, four weeks, six weeks. It's just residue building up. And then you have to use a like a... Soap. You have to use like an something a clarifying to, shampoo. Clarifying shampoo to get it off, and your dog looks dirty, and they keep attracting more dirt because <laughs> it's sitting on top of the coat. Mm-hmm. It's not coming off. You do need a little bit of a sulfate. So then we started doing more research, trying to find things that had hydrolyzed proteins, silk proteins, and oat proteins. You can have natural line shampoo, but it doesn't mean it is one hundred percent natural because it has to have processed ingredients for it to work properly that is it so then we kind of fell off that bandwagon yeah very quickly so let's talk about the natural lines Envirogram I fucking hate horrible that was the one that I was so like you got into it first of all with the salesman because you were like there's no hydrolyzed protein. Because I had in there. just taken the class, by the way. <laughs> I was being a fucking diva. And he is like, um, I'm not sure. You're like, well, I'm not seeing it on the bottle. <laughs> Picking up, by the way. And I'm like, is this in it? I'm, that's what I knew about ingredients. Well, more. Fucking Vanessa was had such a hard on for Envirogram because again, she was still on that search for a really good natural line shampoo. And Envirogram is like a mid-grade shampoo. No, it's not a mid-grade shampoo. It is a low-grade shampoo. Okay, well, it's a low-grade, but with a mid-grade price point. Let's yes. say that. 
So it's a low-grade shampoo with a mid-grade price point. And their ingredients aren't bad, but their ingredients don't do anything. Yeah. And she bought so much of it, and she was like, I think I'm going to love this. This is going to be the shampoo. It was the worst. I used it, and I gave it away. I gave the whole bit that I I bought away. I think I legit threw mine away. I was like, it's not worth it to anybody. No, you gave me some, and then I gave it away. Okay. Yeah, it was awful. I could not stand it. It didn't do anything. It did nothing. It sat on well, top. Well, because, like you said, it didn't have that hydroly- hydrolyzed protein in it, which is what goes into the hair shaft. Yeah, it didn't have the right amount of... It didn't have... The surficants didn't work with the other ingredients that weren't natural. Mm-hmm. So they had, like, coconut-derived surficants, like, washing which agents. Which Best Shot has the coconut yeah, most most of them do because they they were talking about like one was banned in California, so they made it. They don't use them in any shampoo anymore, and mm-hmm. that's processed in America. Um, I forgot what it's called, but it was a sulfate. Anyway, um, where was I going with this? Anyway, so you it just you started falling off, and then we we're just like, okay, well, let's go into things that say natural but aren't maybe 100% natural. Yeah. And that's when you start getting into what other shampoos? Um, I got into Show Season for a hot second. I didn't. I didn't try out Show Season because I was still working on Nature's Recipe. Uh, I'd never liked Nature's. Or Nature's Specialty. Yeah, I was never a fan of theirs. I love and I will live and die by their Almond Crisp. I think that's their most popular. No, it's that... Berry one. Oh. The plum silky shit. Oh, I yeah. Hate I hate plum silky. I hate it. I hate it the smell. It weighs everything down that it touches. I absolutely cannot stand any of their conditioners. Not yeah. one. The I still have a four-year-old bottle of conditioner I have not used. Toss it. It's old now. They have a three-year shelf life. Well, it's been four. <laughs> <laughs> so. Open. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to have to toss it. But yeah. I know. The show season is not a bad line. Yeah. It was not doing the things that I wanted. Like, if you were looking for your startup business, you have plans of going to a fancier shampoo, but you need something now, show season is is a good alternative. I do really, really, really like their texture shampoo. Um, It works great for my Westie that I groom. Yeah. I use it on my Yorkies. I use it on any dog that needs texture. That's what I use the almond crisp for. Yeah, it's I, really good. My Morky is every red Morky, the like the one that you've seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, every red Morky I've ever done because they're not white, so I don't have to use a clarifying whitening shampoo on them. Mm-hmm. I use the almond crisp. Anything that's fine, I use the almond crisp because yeah. the the feeling. And again, it only works on that particular coat. You put it on another dog, it does oh, yeah. nothing. I experimented with the texture, putting it on a poodle, and it was the worst idea of my life. But there is this feeling. But to me, that proves that the shampoo is doing what it's supposed to be doing, because it shouldn't be working on other coats. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I mean. But there's this feeling that I don't get with Eastbury, but I get with other shampoos in my odd collection of shampoos that when you feel the coat clean but moisturize at the same time that is what i'm looking for in a shampoo yeah. and it should i be squeaky but not squeaky exactly and i'm not looking i'm looking for something that i can i don't have to pair with a conditioner because i'm i fucking hate having to buy a conditioner i have i just don't like conditioners 
I don't, I overuse them or I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of conditioners, but a lot of the higher end shampoos can be too stripping and you have to use a conditioner. You have to replace the sebum. So. Or whatever they. Yeah. Bo- you the have bullshit. to replace the sebum. Um, but I like the shampoo. That's why I like the almond crisp from the nature specialties. Because when I used it on my Morkies, it cleans the coat. They're moisturized. I spray a little spraying, uh, Best Shots uh, spray conditioner or finishing spray. Yeah. It's a protein based spray. It's a protein based spray. So whatever was maybe lost is mm-hmm. replenished. Which is fine. As long as you are adding a conditioning agent to the coat and skin, then it's closing the shaft of the hair. And that's what you want to do. Yeah. The shampoo opens, removes, and then the conditioner comes in and closes. Yes. So but if you're... We also saw from the shampoo class that it can also add. The shampoo can add as well. Yeah. So you don't always have to use a conditioner. And that is why I'm fucking picky. Because I want something that opens the shaft, puts in some hydrolyzed proteins that are small enough to penetrate the follicle. Yeah. And leaves them pleasant, balanced. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm on a huge conditioner kick. And conditioner does not have to mean heavy. When we think of conditioner, a lot of times people are thinking of creams. And creams and conditioner are two different things. Creams are heavier. That's something that you would use to... I use it on a, on my two-weekers. I'll use my creams every... Maybe like once a month on them. Because they are being washed every two weeks. Yeah. Um, but if you're using good shampoo, that shouldn't matter. Um, yeah. But I'll just add it in there. You know, just to add it. Give the coat a little bit more of a boost. But the, cre- the regular conditioners is lightweight enough that it doesn't weigh down the coat. So, for example, you have a two-week dog, and let's say it's a two-week Shih Tzu, and what is the cream conditioner that you, or what is the regular conditioner that you're using? So, I will use, I've been using my LaPooch. Okay. That's what I've been Male on. or female? Um, You know, since my no, female I'm just saying gone, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't matter. So, then I'll use the cream conditioner that I got that I really like. But my favorite, I think the favorite cream conditioner that I've ever come across was the 90 second flash from Hydra. I love that stuff. I used that on a dog that had Cushing's disease Mm -hmm. and I about cried because it was was great. So good. I'm thinking about adding it next year to my arsenal and doing an add on and using it as a hop quote unquote oil treatment yeah so because it was amazing it was amazing yeah and you don't have to use a lot of it and that's what i really liked and it's 90 seconds it's two minutes yeah. wait two and a half minutes sits on there and it was seconds. great 90 seconds is two and a half minutes isn't it because two minutes is so 60 seconds is a minute so 60 oh <laughs> Okay, the wine's really kicking in, guys. Vanessa can't math. So it's a minute and a half? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. Yeah. I Okay, let's see. Let's go through all the shampoos that we've used. Nature Specialty, Best Shot, mm-hmm. I have St. Bernard, Le I have Pooch, not used that one. Hydra. Uh-huh. Um, I groom. I groom, I've used, what is that one? The one that we hate. The natural one. Oh, Envirogroom. Envirogroom. 
Fucking Eastbury, Hydra Surge, um, Tropi Clean, Green Groom. Remember oh, we oh, used Green God, Groom. Green Groom is the fucking worst, guys. It's the same as Eastbury. It it's the no, same as Eastbury. No, it's a step down from Eastbury. Oh, God, Not by it. much. Yeah. But Green Groom will strip the moisture from your hands. And the and it's it's weird because it strips the coat, but the coat still feels dirty. Yes. It's like, I don't understand it. It strips it so much that it's like bleaching the coat. Oh, I can't. It's like, it. have you ever felt a bleached, a damaged, bleached head of hair? Yeah. That's what Green yeah. Groom Ugh, feels God, like. That is so gross. Um, what else? Hydra. 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 Um, We've used like this silk stuff. Remember that silk stuff that we got? From the um, convention, because the owner of the salon worked for a rescue. I don't know. It was really weird. No, but she tried Advet when it first came out. They fucking hated it. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Dead. I just hit the thing. Um, I have used Advet. Um, it's a natural line, so I... It is a natural line. It just... It's nice. Um, I just used this mineral one. That we got a sample of at Super Zero. What was it called? It was like a volcanic mineral one. I remember. And I think it wasn't said, bad, but it wasn't. It didn't. No, it didn't perform. God. We it didn't used, perform to my diva standard. <laughs> diva standard. And that, that's really it. We've used so many shampoos. It's hard. Like, literally the ones that I like now are the ones that I use almost religiously, which is Best Shot. What I have literally in my trailer right now is La Pooch, Hydra, Best shot, and I do have some show season in there, but yeah. I'm just trying to finish it off. I'm trying to finish off my Ives St. Bernard just to finish it off because it's fucking expensive, but yeah. I don't particularly like their basic line. Yeah. Their medicated line I have repurchased, and yeah. I love their caviar line. And, you know, I didn't, okay, I didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to be the person that fed into the hype of... La Pooch. I didn't want to feed into the hype of Hydra. I don't. I don't feed into the hype. That's why I don't like all of their line. <laughs> all of, the no, 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 no. But I do like them. Yeah. Like, I... Price... Ugh, price does matter, I think, to a degree. It does. It does. But you also have to be educated enough to know that you are not being um, just marketed to. Yes. And there are going to be lines that carry ingredients that are going to be higher price they're yeah. just this that's just how it is so if you know what i mean there's going to be they're going to have a, obviously a profit so they're going to be expensive yeah. but once everything's stripped away all said and done is that some of the ingredients are going to be more expensive than others yeah now does the name and brand kind of and that's where i'm fighting with with lay pooch i like lay pooch but again their brand is really expensive. And it is. so like my soul's fighting with him. But if you froth, <laughs> <laughs> we're we should talk about next time. Frothing. We, we should talk about frothing and all the other ways of bathing. Oh, I love I do all different kinds of ways. She so, does. I've we don't have time for all the other we topics. Don't. So yeah. We went really on a tangent on this shampoo. We knew you were gonna roast me and call me fucking Mariah Carey. <laughs> this shampoo. I do, do want to end it with what shampoo do you want to try? Me? Yes. I've tried the shampoo that I wanted to try. I want to try. Um, it's called Salon Spa. What was that stuff that we got? Oh, Fashion Spa. 
Fashion spa. Christy. Fashion dog spa. Yeah. Fashion dogs. Salon. I've used their stuff. Okay, I've only used their leave-in conditioner gel. That shit is it? amazing. This is stuff that we got samples of. Yeah, years the, ago. Yeah, and I still love it to this day. Do you? Their leave-in conditioner treatment or their leave-in their, coat finisher stuff. Their, paw, their uh, coat lotion, I wish it came unscented. That's what I'm looking at. I wish it came in a pump. Just put it in a pump. It's more sanitary. I know that, but I told you just buy a, a pump that's specifically for that stuff and just put it in there. Okay, well, I don't want to do extra work, bitch. Well, they're not going to put it in a pump just this for you. This shit's expensive. But it I love it. wasn't horribly expensive. It was like $15. Yeah. But I did like their lotion. Mm. But I just wish it was unscented. Because I want to start using my own perfumes. Okay, but I do like... I, do, the scents, I loved their lotion. Their scent wasn't overpowering. No, it wasn't. It was... The, the lavender was my favorite. And it was a beautiful smell. It was not overpowering. But it would be nice to have... But it would be nice to have unscented. an unscented. Yeah. I did like uh, either or. I want to try their shampoo. Yeah. Am I a little program because of Christine? Yes. Yes. You're, uh, you're being marketed to. Well, that's why I try these, all these <laughs> fucking shampoos. But I, if I remember correctly, I wasn't like, but I, they only gave like a little. They gave you a little sample and then you saw the actual price it. of the bottle and you were like, fuck no. Yeah. Because it was more expensive. But now that I've found frothing, I, I'm more willing to try the expensive brands because you don't have to buy the. $200 gallons. Yeah. You can buy the $30 bottle and it will last you for months. Yeah. Frothing. Frothing. Frothing is life. I do it every day and I'm still not sold. So, again, I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> she Every day. I'm the one who told her about it. I'm the one who showed her how to do it. Frothing is life. And See, okay. I'm still not sold on she it. She is the skeptical one and I'm like... I'm such a cynic. I love things at first. I'm not even gonna lie. I was like, dude, this Envirogram is amazing. And then over time, I'm like, God, I fucking hate this shampoo. Like, what is this shit right now? And I fall in love very quickly. But the ones that I don't fall in love, out of love with, are the ones that I continue to purchase. Yeah. So. Mine's a select within the brand. I'm, I'm even worse. I'm worse. She's bougie. All right. So, unfortunately, we don't have any stories for you because nobody sent us in any stories. So, we done for today or we moving on? We are getting yelled at by our producer. Okay, so. She's so abusive. <laughs> <laughs> How about this, guys? Um, tell us what your favorite brand of shampoo is. and Send us stories. Send us stories. And you know what? You don't have, if you disagree with us. Tell us. Fucking argue with me. Let us know. Let me know. Because I am one of those kind of people who... She loves a good debate. Well, yeah. And if I'm wrong, We're I'm wrong. wrong. And I like to experiment. So yeah. let me know. We, I mean, we all know you like to experiment, <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> wow. Bringing it back around. Wow. <laughs> anyway, so the next time we talk to you guys, we're going to talk about holiday stuff. Yeah. And you guys send us stories. Holiday us specific stories. stories would be great. We're going to, you guys are going to be experiencing amazing stories coming up with the holidays. So please, please, please. I feel, my soul feels so empty without reading a story today. It was kind of a busy week for everyone. Takes two seconds to write an email. I think she's yelling at you guys. I am so yelling. I miss you guys. I wanna I wanna hear your your voice through email. I wanna be able to feel like I'm with you. 
Let's make it creepy, guys. I want to uh. be a part of your life. It's not just enough that you hear me. I want to hear you too, guys. <laughs> we're starving, so we're going to eat now. Oh, right. and we're going to watch um this the stripping seminar. Yeah. I'm sober. Su- sober. Super. <laughs> I'm drunk. We guys. are not sober, but we're super excited. Sober. I'm super excited. And um, maybe we'll talk about it next time. Eh, yeah, we'll post it on Instagram. Maybe we'll go on yeah. Instagram live on Vanessa Squirter. Uh, who wants to hear more or see more the about table. the other Vanessa on Vanessa Squared? Oh, fuck no. It's always just about me, and it's like never about her. <laughs> Our producer says so. All right, yeah, shit on the table. Keep reading, yelled at. All right, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>